Welcome back to the All Figured Out Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Barr, and it is week three, the final week of our three-part workshop series designed to help you set and crush some really big goals for the remaining months of this year, the final quarter, the final countdown. If you've made it this far, well done. If you haven't listened to part one or two yet, I highly recommend you go back and listen to those in order now. They provide really valuable information and exercises to get you ready to take some really smart action to close out this year intentionally. So we are almost there. This is where the payoff happens. And before we jump in, be sure to head to the show notes once again. If you haven't done this yet, what are you even doing? I have a completely free eight-page action planning workbook, which will help you keep track of all the thoughts that you have, all the goals and intentions that you set for this final quarter of the year. And then today, we're really going to be putting this workbook into action by creating your action plan. It is very handy. You can reprint it over and over again, and it even has calendar planner pages in there. So you can print out a bunch of those and get super, super dialed in terms of how you are going to accomplish these big goals that you set out for this final quarter. You've got this. I believe in you. Take this time for you. And please let me know what your big goals are for the final quarter of this year. I'm so excited to hear what those are. You can find me at Andrea Bar Coaching on Instagram. Drop me a message, send me a voice note, and let me know what your action plan is. And I will personally hold you accountable. I will send you emails. I will hound you to make sure that you accomplish those goals. Have fun with this, and I'm wishing you an amazing final quarter. You're listening to the All Figured Out Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Barr. As a career coach for parents, a mom, an entrepreneur, and someone who spent 10 plus years in the corporate world, I still don't have it all figured out. And maybe you don't either. In this podcast, I'll share tools and strategies that I use with my clients. And in the many areas where I don't have things figured out, I'll be bringing you some amazing guest experts to help us fill in the gaps. So tune in each week as we explore how to make career and life decisions that truly work for you, your family, and your big goals. Let's make moves. Welcome to the career and life planning workshop for parents. This is our third and final session. Thank you if you have made it this far and you are ready to take action. So in this series, I have been helping you find just more clarity as a working parent. Uh, My desire is to help you find calm and clarity and action for this next year ahead and these next 12 months. So really, really focusing and harnessing that intention and taking the intention forward into the goals that you set. And then today we are going to be talking about action. So a really quick recap of where we've come from. So in session one, if you've watched or you have uh, attended that workshop is we set intentions. So we set really bold intentions to create really values aligned 12 months ahead. Then we moved on to goals. And so we took those intentions and we said, okay, so how can we translate that into actual tangible goals that we can say, yes, I crushed that in the end of the year, or okay, there's, you know, more that needs to be done. And these were goals that were from a personal and a professional sense as well. And then today, very, very exciting. We've got some really fun exercises to work on. Today, we're talking about action. So creating a goal crushing 
action plan. So what does that mean? It means finding your first, at least your first step for each of the goals that you set. And then I'm going to be giving you the blueprint and a workbook that you can take home. I'm talking as if we're uh, we're here live, but uh, I'm going to be giving you a PDF copy that you can print out or you can use online to really create that action plan and give you the steps to go from step one through to however many steps it takes to accomplish your goals. We'll also be talking about recalibration, which is going to be really exciting. So today's agenda, I'm going to do a really, really quick recap. If you haven't joined the first two sessions, it's okay. I highly recommend you go back, but just to catch you up to speed, I'll do a really quick recap of where we've come from. We are going to dive right into creating your action plan. Then we're going to talk a little bit about actually executing your action plan through habits and what I call the goal crushing equation, which I'll tell you a bit more about later. And then of course, a recalibration strategy. So how do you actually come back to your action plan and recalibrate and really revisit your goals uh, on a frequent basis so that you can just make tweaks to make sure that you're actually advancing and moving towards those goals. And then we'll be saying, see you soon. And I'll tell you a bit more about next steps and ways that you could work with me. So this is where we came from. So we actually talked, firstly, I talked about intentions and then we took those intentions and we've put them into goals. And so you might remember this from last week. So I was talking just a bit about this study that was done where people were 33% more likely to accomplish their goals if they wrote them down. There's actually a, an Instagram account that I love and that puts out great content called Career Contessa. And they actually put out uh, these stats, which is absolutely wild. And I highlighted the bottom stats here. So they shared that 40%, uh, you are 40% more likely to accomplish your goals if you actually make the decision of when you are going to do them. So that will play into this action plan that we're going to be creating. And 50% uh, more likely if you plan out how you'll do it, 65% more likely if you tell someone and commit to somebody else that you're going to be doing that goal or going to achieve that goal. And then you're 95 more percent more likely to achieve your goals if you are accountable to somebody else. So not just committing or telling somebody else, but actually being accountable to somebody else to achieve your goals within a specific time frame. So those are some really big stats and 95% more likely to achieve a goal. If you're looking at the goals that you set and they're big goals, but they're really exciting goals and hopefully they're super meaningful to you, then that is a pretty great stat. So we're going to talk more about that. Last week, we also talked about the three big goals. And so the differentiation between a goal and an action plan. And my analogy here is your three big goals would be kind of like having a map with some pins in them for the next 12 months. So you're not just looking at a big map, big wide world. You're actually looking at a big map and you're taking some pins. I'm giving you these little pins and you're putting them in place of where you want to go. So you're actually really narrowing it down to say, okay, this is where I want to go. And those are your goals. Now, the action plan, what we're going to be talking about today, these are your turn-by-turn -turn directions for the next 12 months. So this is the Google map directions that you'll be getting. And the action plan is going to be you creating this to tell yourself, okay, Andrea, or okay, whoever else is on the line here, this is the next step that you need to take. Okay. And this is the next step that you need to take. And it really breaks it down and makes it feel less of this big, vast, wide world. And it really breaks it down to say, what's the next street that I have to turn on to? And am I turning left or right? And it just makes things feel so much easier.
So I was talking about the workbook that I'm going to be giving you. So this is the workbook that you'll be able to download after the session here. Uh, it'll be accompanying this video here. And it is eight pages of the career and life planning for parents action plan. And so I've actually taken everything that we've done in our sessions here and put it into an action plan for you to be able to come back to and reflect on and have everything in one spot. It's really intentional and it really breaks down your intentions, the goals that you set, your action plan. And that's what we'll be working through today. I've also included uh, a weekly planner and a monthly planner because it's kind of fun sometimes to also like just put things in really specific terms and say, okay, this is what I'll be doing this next task. And they're really pretty and they're printable. So I hope you enjoy that. We're going to just dive right into it. So the action plan, this is a blown up version of what you're going to see in the workbook that I'll be providing you after the session. And so again, these are your turn by turn directions. So when you are thinking about the goals that you set, what I want you to do is really think about, okay, I'm going to think about these as separate goals. And so on the left-hand side here, you see big goal one, big goal two, and big goal three. And then what I've done is I've actually put a column that says step one. So today I want you to really, really focus on your first step. So that's what I promised you from this workshop, that you would have clarity on what your first step even is. Because sometimes the first step, as we know, can be the hardest part. If you've ever had to write something like a long-form document or anything like that, staring at that blank page can be so incredibly hard. And so what is the first step that you need to take? And now before we actually create what those steps are and the step, the subsequent steps after step one is there's a couple questions that I want to ask you. So if you have a second, if you're not multitasking right now, grab a piece of paper, look at the goals that you've set or are going to be setting for this year ahead if you haven't done this yet. And I want you to ask yourself about the preparation that's required. So sometimes when we're creating these goals, we get into the action mode, which is great. And we're like, let's do it. But we actually don't think about the preparation that might be required to be successful in accomplishing that goal. And so three questions that I want to ask you here, and I'll give you a few minutes to do this, is who do I need to enroll? What has prevented me from getting started in the past? And if I'm saying yes to this, what do I need to say no to? So I'll break this down really quickly for you before I give you a couple minutes to go and have a think about this. So who do I need to enroll? So before preparing to get into you know, your big goal, the very first step for your first big goal, if you're joining this, you're likely a working parent or a parent in some capacity, caregiver, supervisor, whatever it is. And you probably have a lot of people who rely on you and depend on you. And there's just a lot of other people in the mix versus, you know, 10 years ago where you might've had um, a situation where you were just independent and you could just do whatever you wanted whenever you wanted. And the case that just might be, not be the case anymore for you. And so if that's the case for you, who do you need to enroll? What support systems need to be kind of put in place in order for you to accomplish this goal? What I mean by that is, you know, it could be a partner. It could be just ensuring that your childcare is really dialed. Um, it could just be having people in your life who know about the goal so that they can be supporting you and just asking and checking in and saying, hey, what do you need for this? And so when you're thinking about step one, I want you to think about it in terms of to even get started and to even take this first step. Who do I need to enroll? 
the next step, we're going to talk about what's prevented you from doing this in the past. Now, I have a feeling that when you set your intentions and when you set your big goal here, you probably didn't actually just have this goal come out of the blue. Probably wasn't this thing that like just came out of thin air and you're like, wow, I've never thought about this goal. I have a feeling that it's something that you've been mulling over for quite some time now. And so if that's the case, then what's prevented you from doing this in the past? Were there any actual things that prevented you from doing this? Were there people, were there mindset blocks? And we're going to get into that a little bit as well. But what's prevented you from doing this in the past? And how can you actually really optimize that and really think about, okay, how can I just get those things out of the way so that I can actually accomplish this goal? And then finally, this is one of my favorite coaching questions. I remember learning this in coaching school, and now I've seen it pop up uh, in a lot of different areas, but it's such a beautiful question. If I'm saying yes to this, if I'm saying yes to committing to this goal, and I'm really committed to the outcome of this goal, what do I need to say no to? There's so much power in that in any phase of life, whether it's based on this goal or not. If you're saying a big yes, what do you have to say no to? Those are some big ones. So I'm going to actually have you to just start to think about the prep that's required. Take a couple seconds right now and just think about that. What is the preparation for each of your goals that might be required in order for you to accomplish them? Okay, so for that first step, when you're thinking about step one for each of your big goals, how will I combat roadblocks? So we know that especially as a parent, roadblocks are going to pop up. They could be logistical in nature. It could be, you know, child care falls through, a child is sick, you're not feeling great, you might not be feeling motivated, whatever it is, it's raining out, whatever. Um, how will you combat the roadblocks that will inevitably pop up in the way of you taking action? So even coming up, coming back to this first step. So if you're thinking about step one, what are the roadblocks that might pop up that will prevent you from even attacking step one for each of your goals? So think about this in terms of logisticals, like I just talked about, uh, mental. So what are the mental blocks that you're going to be putting in place? A really big one here when I'm working with clients would be the, well, I'm not even going to be able to accomplish this goal. So why even start? That's a really big one. And that means that you have to go back to your goals and just revisit them and recommit to them in some way and say, is this a goal that I that I personally in my heart of hearts feel is realistic? And if not, then what's a smaller version of the goal that you can try on first? Because we know through research, you know, smart goals, if you've ever heard of that, um, we know through research that if you don't believe that your goal is realistic, the chances of you actually accomplishing that goal are very slim. So that might be an indication to come back to your goal and maybe just maneuver and change it a little bit. So what are those mental blocks? What is the mental support that maybe you could kind of put in place in order to get past some of those limiting beliefs that you won't be able to accomplish this goal? And then finally, in terms of the roadblocks, like tangible, like what are the actual physical blocks that you have, like if your goal is to, you know, paint a wall and there's actually furniture in the way, that's a road, that's a literal roadblock. And that could be something that's really important to you. And so what's your strategy? Can you could be pregnant and you can't actually be moving the furniture. So what's your strategy and what's your plan for actually getting that furniture out of the way so you can paint the wall? Who do you need to enroll? And so that really plays into this final piece here is who could support me in this? And so you know, I had a podcast episode that I recorded a few weeks back with a woman named Taylor Aller, who is a multi-potentialite. And she said, you know, you can't do everything all at once and you can't do it all on your own. And I love that quote. I think it's so beautiful. I think there's so much truth to it. 
And we don't have to do everything on our own. I think as parents, we believe that like, you know, we live in this like isolated bubble, which, you know, our world is a little bit more isolated these days and that we have to tackle everything on our own. And that's just not the case. And you're not less of a person. You're not less of a you know, career driver, entrepreneur, whatever you are, if you're asking for support. And it's actually a smart move to ask for support. So who could you enroll? Do you have, you know, again, going back to childcare, is there somebody that could really be supporting you um, to help with your children? Is there, you know, your partner? Could you have an accountability buddy? Is there somebody in your career or in your entrepreneurial journey who you just really have a like mind with? And you could be chatting with them about accountability and holding yourselves accountable to one another. And who can I learn from? So if there is something to do with this goal, so say, you know, goal number two for you has to do with learn, like some learning a new skill or getting your resume like up to snuff, who could you learn from? So there's definitely a lot of people who talk about best practices and resumes and LinkedIn. I just did an episode with another woman who is an expert in uh, job searching. So what are some of the resources, trusted resources that you could employ to actually help yourself move forward on these goals? And then finally, my favorite ones, who could I outsource to? If this is not your bag and it's going to be taking you so much effort to you know, come up with this and the value of your time is worth more than you know the value, the monetary value that you might be paying somebody to do something, who could you outsource that to? And so what I want you to do is just take about five minutes here. I encourage you to grab that piece of paper and really sit with your goals for about five minutes. And I want you to just think about step one for each of your goals one small step and then reflect on what prep is required. How will you combat roadblocks and who could support you? So see you back here in about five minutes. And then we're going to keep going to move on to talk about how you can actually implement those goals. I'll give you a second to just wrap up your final thoughts here. So I'm always wanting to make sure that I'm giving parents time, not homework. And so we've given you the first, that a little bit of time for those first steps. Don't over contrive them. Don't make them too complicated. Hopefully you're able to just jot down a few things, but you can always come back to this. And again, I'll be sending you that career action work plan or the, uh, the action plan workbook. And so you can come back to this and you can actually see that I've put in there, you know, steps two, steps three and beyond. So you can start to really map out where you're going from here. Okay, so short and sweet, 30 minutes, let's keep going and let's talk about your goal crushing equation. So it's all well and good to have an action plan, but how can you actually put the action plan into action and how can you make sure that it happens? So we've talked about just barriers, um, resources and things like that, but now let's talk about habits. So my goal crushing equation is to take your intentions that we've already talked about Couple that when you create your goals, which you've already done, put that into an action plan, which you just did, and then add in small habits. And this is the key, 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 key part is the habits. So I actually read a book and some of you might've read this or heard of this before by James Clear and it's called Atomic Habits. And it was such a great book. He's a great writer. It's really accessible. I actually think I listened to it on Audible uh, as an audiobook. So, you know, that was a great option as well, read by the author. And his 
book is just all about, as he says, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. So I would say what I took away from this book mainly was just around the the having good habits and the good habits that can really help to drive you against the goals and the intentions that you've set for yourself. So I've just pulled out the three lessons that I found actually on his website, but I've kind of just taken a little bit more thought into how they really applied to me and the clients that I work with. And so for lesson number one, he says, small habits make a big difference and they do. And so I think when we think about habits, we think about these really big morning routines or nightly wind down routines and things like that. Things that are like, just feel big. And again, talking to you, a parent, a working parent who doesn't have a lot of time, small habits, they really truly make all the difference. And I like this quote from the book. He says, it's so easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment, which I think we've all, you know, fantasized about that one defining moment. And we underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. So I want you to think about that as you're going through your action plan, what are some of those small habits that you can start to implement that will really, really help you to achieve those goals and live out that intention that you have for your next 12 months or for this year? Lesson number two, and he says, forget about the goals. And I think that there's just, uh, you know, that can be a bit of a misnomer, but he says to focus instead on your system. And I really like that. So I think instead of just focusing only on the goals and saying, I'm only going to work on these goals. You have to zoom out a little bit and think about the bigger system. And so we've already talked about that. We've talked about the support system that you have in place. We've talked about the roadblocks and now we're talking about habits. And so he says, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems and your tiny habits and the little things that you do each day and the little things that you tell yourself each day, that is your system. And so I say it's an, it's an, and it's not an, or, so it's not goals or a system. I think it's both. And so it's really thinking about those goals, really thinking about the little tiny habits that you can put in place to create a really great system so that you're always coming back to the goals that you want to set and you're making, you're moving the needle. The whole intention of this workshop is that I want you to be able to think back, you know, when you're doing a reflection, say in December of next year, I want you to look back and say, I felt really intentional about the year I was creating. And I feel like I've really accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And then I moved the needle against some of these really big goals that I have. And when I say big goal, I want to just clarify, I'm not actually meaning a goal that's big and hard and heavy. I'm actually talking about a goal that is really big in meaning. So really meaningful to you. So it could actually be something like I talked about painting a wall. It could be something as small as that, seemingly small, but it could be really, really meaningful for you because it's something you've wanted to do forever. You've always wanted to paint your wall green or whatever it is. And, and that's really important. So I don't want you to go through another year and feel like you put everybody else before yourself and that you're coming up onto December and you're like, oh, I just, I didn't do, I just don't know what I did. Or I, I felt like I was just floundering around. So this is why we add in habits to help to really make those goals that you have really micro and tangible and possible. And so lesson number three from Atomic Habits is James Clear says, build identity-based habits. And I actually think that this was one of my biggest takeaways from this book. And this is definitely something that I work with my clients on mostly. It's about the, the self. I think we all know we get in our own way most of the time. If we're not accomplishing something, it's often not because of external factors. Sometimes it is. A lot of the times it's our own limiting beliefs. It's ourselves holding ourselves back. And what he says in the book, and I'm going to paraphrase it, is 
just thinking about statements that begin with, I am a person who fill in the blanks. And I think that that is also so, so, so powerful. So when you're looking back on your goal and you're thinking, okay, I want to make it like, I'll give an example. I want to make a really big career change. I actually have had a client who I love this story. She was a police officer. So she was on the police force and she has become a teacher since then. And so she wanted to make a really big career change. So for her, my advice would have been to not have that be a goal, but actually to break that down into, okay, I want to change careers. Um, I want to find a new job and I want to go back to school. Like those would be three really big goals. Um, the changing the career from a police to a, a teacher wouldn't be the goal. You'd want to break that down. And so what she really needed to do and the work that we did together was she had to really ask herself, I am a person who loves their job. I am a person who is willing to take a bit of a risk to benefit myself, to benefit the community that I want to serve and that sort of thing. So she constantly had to come back to this. And so a tiny habit for her was coming back to the, who am I? And I am a person who, and so I just want you to think that, think on that, try that on for size. And as you're going through your goals, when you're filling out the action planning worksheet that I send you, just think about that. Think about each goal and what it's going to require you to tell yourself and start speaking perhaps a bit more kindly to yourself and telling yourself, yes, I am a person who takes action. I am a person who has great habits. I am a person who is well-intended and has intentions and that sort of thing. So we're going to move on. We are coming to the end of our workshop, but I just want to um, talk a bit about recalibration. So this would be the check-in. When I use the word recalibrate, I mean, just checking in with yourself and saying, how am I doing? How are things going? What do I need to change? And so I've got a little recipe card here that I made. Set yourself 30 minutes to block off, grab a beverage of choice, turn your technology off and grab your action plan. And I encourage you to do this about quarterly. You don't need to do this every single week. You don't need to do it every single month, but every few months, just check in, set some time, put it in your calendar. And I want you to review your action plan and just see what's still working, what's no longer relevant. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you landed your dream job and one of your action items was to job search or something like that. So you can cross things off the list and celebrate. You can really celebrate all that you have accomplished. And I really encourage you to do this on a frequent basis and just to be kind to yourself and say, okay, what's not working? What feels no longer aligned with me, my values, my family, my situation, and that sort of thing. And I cannot believe the time has gone by so quickly, but that is a wrap. So we have talked about intentions, setting your really bold intentions for an amazing values aligned year. You have created goals, specifically at least three big goals that you're going to commit to for really big personal and professional growth. And finally, I know that you are going to take action on those big, big goals because you have done the work. So thank you so much for sticking with this to the end. And before we go, I just want to talk a little bit about how we might work together. So I've just started offering VIP days, which are so much fun and it's such a great way to work with clients. And I might be transitioning my business more into this model because I'm finding it so incredibly effective. And so in a VIP day, what you will get is my full attention and presence with you to support you in your big personal and professional goals. And so a lot of times people say, oh, you're a career coach, but like, I've got some like personal things. Of course, 
you are a whole person. And so when we meet and when we work together, we talk about the entire system, all the tiny habits, all the people and the factors at play. And what our day would look like is we would actually be working through the action plan that I was just talking about. And we would go through that entire process together. So even if you've already done it, we can go back through and we can kind of massage and finesse. And by the end, you would walk away with your 12 month action plan. We'll do a personality test and a debrief to make sure you're really understanding who you are and your values and your personality so that when you're going out to complete your action plan and you're setting up for after those big goals, you've got all the tools you need. We will have lunch together, my treat. I'll give you access to all of my proprietary resources and tools, which include things like job searching guides, got job searching action, action plans, interview prep, um, some personal development work and things like that. So thank you so much for joining. Thank you for joining for all three workshop sessions. It's been such a pleasure to be your guide. It's been a lot of fun and I hope to connect with you soon. Thank you for listening. You can access all resources mentioned in this episode via my website, andreabar.com slash podcast. And let's chat on Instagram. I'm at Andrea Bar Coaching, and I reply to every DM I get. If you loved this episode, don't forget to quickly hit that button on your podcast app to give me a five-star rating and drop in a review. It would truly mean the world. And if you're like me and love to share things that you love, send this episode to a friend who you think would appreciate this topic. Thanks again for listening, and I'll chat with you next week.